0: Al, we have reached the end mm-hmm. of you experiencing the Yakuza series.
1: Yes. Technically, sort of.
0: Well, games that have Yakuza in the title.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Key differentiator there.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we're going through Judgment right now. Yes. And I'm replaying 7 because I'm playing it by myself now. Mm-hmm. But yes, this is this is our, our final stretch here in our Al Experiences the Yakuza series.
0: It's been a long road.
1: It has been a long road.
0: When did we start this journey? That's a good question. That's not what we should have had queued up.
1: Yeah, that is something that we should probably should have looked up. Um.
0: February.
1: February, wow. That's when
0: we did the Yakuza 0 episode. But okay. Earlier in the year, around February probably. So when we started this whole journey
1: yeah wow we made some pretty good progress
0: and here we are
1: mm-hmm.
0: the final the final game to experience yep. in yep. this series which we're going to talk about today here on the seasonal iron checkup ova it's a podcast where we have conversations about video games anime and manga hello i'm jared joined as always by doc allen Ladium. hello This is episode number 236, and of course, what better number to talk about a game with six in the title?
1: Ah, good, good, uh, tying it all together there, buddy.
0: Hey, that's what I'm here for. I tie things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The tire of the show. It's
0: true. Yeah, if I go round and round, (laughs) I'm like that killer tire from Rubber. There's a movie called Rubber. I think it's called Rubber, but it's about a killer tire.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Real f- weird.
1: <laughs> Patreon episode win.
0: Oh, man. I think I watched that around the same time I watched Hobo with a Shotgun.
1: Oh, wow. So
0: it's, it's like that kind of film.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. Now I know what to expect.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way, we were talking about Yakuza 6 because I'll experience Yakuza 6. Yes. We have previously talked about this game, so we're not going to go too deep into story stuff and all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, because we talked about this on episode 73, Mm -hmm. 163 episodes ago.
1: That was a long time ago. Where we
0: talked about Yakuza 6 and Psychedelica of the Black Butterfly in May of 2018.
1: (laughs) That's so funny.
0: A little over three years ago.
1: Wow. Wow, well, that was a long time ago.
0: ago. Long time ago.
1: A lot's happened since then. A
0: lot has happened <laughs> since then. You're right. <laughs> You're very right on that. Oh, man. Al, going into this game. Yeah. You knew a few things. Yes. You knew about throwing a baby into the ocean.
1: I knew all about throwing a baby into the ocean. You
0: knew about beat Takeshi. Yes. Yes. You knew about Tatsuya Fujiwara?
1: And he's like the main thing that I remembered besides throwing a baby in the ocean mm-hmm. was Fujiwara.
0: And question mark. <laughs>
1: um that you like the engine because of bikes.
0: Yes. Which we'd already experienced this engine when we played Kuwami 2, so.
1: Yeah. Um Is there anything else that was like a big thing i remember that you said that there was like a small town feel at one point with the with the game but Mm -hmm. um that was that's really like the big the greatest hits there
0: that sounds about right so most of it you kind of were like coming into fresh ish
1: yeah because i totally forgot like 96 percent of this yeah Like, oh, well, I guess the big thing that I did remember is, like, who the dad was. I did remember that.
0: Right. So that yeah. that was one reveal that you were just kind of like, oh, okay, I know this.
1: Yeah, I knew that, and I was just, like, trying to piece together, like, the whole time we were playing it. Like, how is he going to figure this out? Why does he not know what is going on? Blah. Um, which, I mean, you got to hear in real time. <laughs> uh, but I, I couldn't figure out, like, how that was going to oh, all Pan out, mm-hmm. and I eventually did. So that's basically all I remembered. Well, there you go. It was like fresh new game going into it.
0: I love a good fresh new game. Mhm. I mean, who does?
1: And now I've seen one of the greatest cutscenes to ever exist.
0: <laughs> that's ever. that is that's true.
1: Um, if people ask you, are video games art? You just need to cue up the baby rugby scene Mm -hmm. and tell them to observe. And they will never again question our video games art because the answer is an astounding yes. Look at that. That is just beautiful. That should go in a museum.
0: That is true. And that's for true.
1: It's like one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I've watched it so many times, even, like, just in bed at night, insomnia, like, you know what I should watch? I should watch the baby rugby video.
0: I mean, we all should.
1: It's true, it's true. I'm sure that the world would be much happier overall, just in general, if more people watch the baby rugby video.
0: I agree.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, wars? Who needs that? You can just watch Harto get thrown around alive. I Beat Takeshi.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Why wouldn't oh, you want to see that? You know, you're not wrong. Um, I will make mention here, there are there are some uh, updates to this game that occurred when it was brought over to the PC and Xbox One, which came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those being that there's a little, like, history of Yakuza, of all the Yakuza games included on the main menu that you can kind of go through little synopses of the stories in the newer versions uh the yakuza 2 part is has all the screenshots replaced with kuwami 2 screenshots whereas in this it is ps2 screenshots
1: (laughs) yep sure is like
0: cool and then uh the yakuza 4 section uses a render that has the the new dude Mm -hmm. instead of the old version of tanimura in it
1: the fax machine man yes
0: fax machine coke man yep uh those are Probably the two major differences. Uh, the Dragon Engine physics apparently have also been altered, so they're less they're less wild, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of a downgrade, I would say. Yeah. Because man, the early Dragon Engine was just a menace, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. And then uh, the missions where you have to like calm down Haruto in the early parts of the game basically is have controller inputs instead of uh, you using motion controls because those other consoles don't have motion controls. Right. But that's basically it. Other than that, it's the same game. <laughs> uh Al, tell me your experience with Yakuza 6. Um I guess I, I have a question I have a couple questions for you. Alright, hit me. First off,
1: mm-hmm.
0: were you surprised that this was a basically just a Kiryu game? Coming off of the heels of four and five, which were very much you know, multi-protagonist games. And also, this is also coming off of Zero, which was a multi-protagonist game, which saw the rise of a certain Majima in popularity as a character. And then to come to this game and to see Kiryu as basically the only character you play as, and for a lot of the other side characters to kind of just fall by the The wayside. yeah, Uh, Was that a big surprise for you?
1: Um, yes and no, because (laughs) this was... Like advertised and billed as like the end of his story. Mm-hmm. Basically, am I wrong in that? No, you're right. People um, going
0: into this new, this is basically the end of the Kiryu story.
1: And so I expected it to really focus on him quite a bit. Um I was surprised that Majima was in here for like maybe a total of six minutes.
2: If that.
1: If that. Um, and same with Zaijima, he's just like not there. Um which is wild that like you have like these major characters that just don't really do much. Mm-hmm. Um Akiyama was there for a bit, but he was mostly too busy being a stinky hobo.
0: <laughs> True.
1: Um It's so like I I I like that he was incorporated a bit. Um even if he was not playable. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I guess based on the fact that it was built as that, I expected to be his story. But it is kind of a weird shift to go from like, multi-multi-multi-multi to one person, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are trying to cap off this story, it makes sense to make him the focus.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you in that aspect. Like, it is weird in retrospect because of like, the popularity of Zero skyrockets this series. Um, in a way, Over at least overseas it does. In a way mm-hmm. that I would, hadn't been seen before like we've talked about previously. So to go from that and then into 6 where like Majima has has this new found popularity amongst newer players essentially. And he just like hey I'm going to show up at the very beginning and at the very end and that's it. It was like that's a it. little weird and jarring. But yeah. I think with the way like you said they build this game and how it's presented to you. Like it needs to be Kiryu and that's yeah. it. Like it would feel very weird if like there was a split protagonist or something like that. Um It just wouldn't feel like this was the wrapping up of a of a major character story if that was the case.
1: No, I agree. And like I'm not really sure who would have been playable in this. Right. Um like the the only character that would even remotely make sense is Fujiwara's character. And even then, like there's no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. Because anywhere that he's really relevant to the plot in a way that is necessary, Kiryu is going to be there. So just make Kiryu the playable character. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it it makes sense. Um, so it's not really all that shocking to me, but um, it is obviously a shift. Right. Back to the old days.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it also, you know, like, three was the last game that was one protagonist. Centric? Yes. And like, in a way, this game has a Yakuza 3 vibe to it.
1: It does. It very
2: much does.
0: Where, you know, it's this new location and everything. You have like this little, little runt Yakuza family that Kyu gets to run around with and everything. And mm-hmm. it, it helps that like, two of the, the main people in that Yakuza family were in Yakuza 3. <laughs> so.
1: And who was the other one besides Fujiwara?
0: Uh, Nagabo's voice actor. Really? He was the, the Nishikiyama patriarch. Who was like a super sleazeball? Oh wow! He was that guy.
1: Wow. Okay. Interesting.
0: But yeah, um, definitely there's a lot of like Yakuza Three vibes to this game. Yeah. In that aspect. So like it, it there is a lot of parallels to that. In a way, um, how did you feel about the, the new location of Onomichi?
1: Um one thing that I want to mention that is fantastic is that when you go to Onomichi, is like, time to be casual. I'm gonna roll up my sleeves, gonna <laughs> take off this jacket. But it can't be too casual. I gotta keep on my my snakeskin shoes Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it sounds Business hysterical. casual. I love it. I love it so much. And I was so disappointed when we went back to Kamurocho and he put his jacket back on. I'm like, no! Um... I liked it, though. Like, it, it felt, um, like, kind of small-towny, home-ish type. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really, really liked the, the like, poetry stone things that were around. That was really neat. Yeah. Um, it was a nice touch that you could just go and read them. And I assume that they're real poems. I would assume, I've,
0: right? I'm pretty sure I've, I've heard that, like, they went there and... Like, that's, like, one of the first instances of those stones being, like, translated in a non-Japanese media. Or, like, in a non-Japanese fashion.
1: Yeah. Like, that's really, really cool. Um And, like you said, it gave me a lot of Yakuza 3 vibes in the sense that it's, like, an oceanfront area. Um, it's small-town vibes. Everybody seems to kind of know each other. Um And I, I really liked the characters here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I connected more with them than I did with the ones in three. Um, whether it's the the gal at the bar or um the the Yakuza family themselves. Uh or you know, our, our favorite mascot who is actually Kiryu, but he's he's still fantastic. Um, which man, that whole that whole scene with like or the, the side story with Kiryu and dealing with the, the little girl When she's like, I'm gonna marry you! Uh, when he's in the costume, It's like, oh my god, this is so good! <laughs> this is so good! Kiryu, you are dad material. Which... Uh, <laughs> they open the game with him, like, putting out the white powder And you're like, oh god, what is happening? Oh, oh never mind, it's just formula. Here's your bottle, baby! It's hysterical the way they did that. It was so good. Here
0: gonna do coke. Just kidding. It's formula.
1: <laughs> oh, and you had that really great throwback with the diaper. That he's like, oh, nope. I learned. Mm-hmm. I know what's gonna happen here. Which is you a, can't get me. Which
0: is a funny thing because we were talking about this like that. Uh, that's a reference to a side story. Yeah. That if you didn't, you never saw that, you would not get that reference.
1: Nope. It was great though. He's mm-hmm. like, I I, I know, um, but I did really really like the town, um, and I I thought it was interesting that there was like a big town secret,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because many many small towns do have like weird skeletons in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure that the <laughs> the payoff of it was the greatest, but yeah,
0: like I would agree with you on that.
1: Uh, but I liked the town quite a bit And um, When we did the first karaoke song You have like all the people in the background I was like oh that's neat and you're like oh you'll know them soon
2: mm-hmm.
1: And then when we did it again after I'd actually met people it's was like oh yay this is fun Yeah That was nice It's like oh I, I have friends here I, I wish that you had been able to just stay there and hang out.
0: There's a real big just like communal vibe that they are yes. able to capture really well, which like for better or for worse, because like when you first get there, everyone's kind of like standoffish to you because you're an outsider and all this sort of stuff. But then like yep. once you start just like ingratiating yourself into the community and everything, everyone kind of like starts to warm up to you and like get to know you better and everything. Um, it's really Although, well done.
1: You can't buy formula after 8 p.m. It's
0: true. Everyone's sleepy. Uh it's it's also I think I wonder if like it helps that they are able to like get that vibe down because like Onomishi is actually a real place. Yeah. So they're able to kinda like capture the feel of it because like that's the place.
1: If they don't adopt that mascot afterwards, they're doing it wrong.
0: (laughs) I mean you see that mascot again in in seven, so
1: perfect. I'm just saying the town IRL should definitely have that mascot.
0: I, I think you're right. I wonder if like that's even like a thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But I mean it seems like a good idea. It seems like a really good idea. I
0: agree. You
1: know, he's, he's got his, his fancy outfit that he has an important piece for each thing about Onomichi that he has to oh, bring. Apparently demands. it's a fictional very,
0: mascot. It's
1: the worst. They should implement it now since it's a thing in this game. They could just be like, hey, here you go. You can use this mascot if you want. <laughs> and then they do. And then it it definitely, like, works for the town and it works for the Yakuza series. Why not? I'm sure they get lots of tourism for that. I bet. Not that they'd really like that, but... Um, yeah, each piece of his outfit has, like, a specific reference except for... Was it his pants or his shirt that he has no explanation for? I think the pants. I think the pants. That
0: he sounds about right. He doesn't technically
1: need pants.
0: I mean, he needs pants.
1: I mean, he doesn't have a specific reason for having pants. Okay, fair. He has a specific reason for everything else on his body, but not his pants. Other than, you know, legality of rock- walking around with no pants <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
1: I also liked that it had like the, the big shrine area, like with the temple. Mm-hmm.
2: Um
1: and it had the um what are those things called? I wanna call it a monorail, it's not a monorail.
0: Um <laughs> It's like a little lift
1: yeah like that was a neat thing mm-hmm. and you're not really seeing that like oh hey I, I need to get to this part of town let me take this like lift thingy it's kind of cool I did accidentally curse you I'm sorry at the temple
0: <laughs> you did I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for this temple oh are you mm-hmm. what does it say it was founded in the year 806
1: wow that's old it's
0: very old Ropeway.
1: Ropeway. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 806. 806. That's an old temple.
0: Oh, this is a bit about the, the the stones. It's called the Path of Literature. Oh. With 25 authors related to Onomichi.
1: That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So they're all somehow related? Like whether they lived there or wrote about it or something like that? I think
0: like all the poems are supposed to like relate to Onomichi. Okay. That's why they're there. But that's me just conjecturing. Yeah. Because I don't live there.
1: I also don't live there. Wow.
0: Who would have guessed?
2: What?
0: Uh, so yeah. That's the that's the location and everything. Very cozy. I cozy. Liked it. Uh what did you think overall about the story?
1: I liked it. Um I like I said, I think there were some missteps. Like the whole secret of Anomichi thing, I think could have been handled a lot better. <laughs> um and honestly, it it felt kind of shoehorned. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they could have come up with anything else and it would have felt more natural. Um, Even though I somehow pieced it together. (laughs) uh, Which I'm kind of surprised by. Um, But overall, I think it makes sense that, like, really a lot of, like, Yakuza 1 is establishing, like, Hey, we we gotta we gotta take care of Haruka, and we gotta make sure that she doesn't suffer. Um, and we've seen how much he's willing to go through to help Haruka, and how much he cares about her. And I think that that's been a very very powerful part of the series. And so, even though she kind of got fridged for a bit, um, like it's a continuation of of that. I mean, for lack of a better word, like fatherly instinct and love that he has for Haruka. That he's like, I I have to take care of her. I have to figure out what's going on. I have to solve this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that another thing that was really well done in this game is just like, they were so able to just show how done he was this whole time. Right. Like, they really nailed the fact that he was just frustrated and he was just over it. And I thought that was really a good thing. Like, that's hard to do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, especially when you've had a guy who has been like, for lack of a better word, very self-sacrificing in order to try and fix things repeatedly for, <laughs> over the years of like, all right, well, everything's going wrong. Guess I got to go back to Camrocha I got to fix everything. Great. Yay. Um. So he's he's given up a lot to try and fix things, and at this point he's just like, "I am so done." I still have to fix things, but I'm fixing it in a different way because this is something I'm fixing for Haruka, mm-hmm. and um, like I I just really enjoyed that aspect of it. That he, I mean, he does eventually take the whole self-sacrificing thing to a whole different level <laughs> than he normally does. Um, but just the level of doneness that he's able to show, and and also something that um I think is really important about this series, and um I think I I would applaud the series overall for this is um they have Kiri really show so much emotion, even if he doesn't like st- like he's very stoic, but in the way he talks. In the way he expresses himself. Like he is a very, very emotional person. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've seen a lot of that stows down. And I'm thinking in particular of the scene um, in the Millennium Tower. After that cool boss battle. Mm -hmm. Like he was, he was very devastated. And showed that he was devastated. Like again, he was frustrated. He was very, very mad. Um, But he was Like absolutely broken by that Which you know I it, it didn't really work out The way that he thought that it went but like A man did just gut himself To try and save his Family and mm-hmm. for nothing But I like that because You could very very easily Fall into Like macho man Toxicity type thing here <laughs> And they don't really do that and I think that that's something I really really appreciate about this series and something that um, like I'm kind of shocked about like going in and coming out I guess
2: Mm -hmm.
1: is like how willing they are for their characters especially like their big macho manly man characters to actually be emotional and like have familial bonds and really, really care about people. Like, it's, it's pretty freaking cool. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just talking. <laughs> where was I going with that? Emotions it, are it, cool. Emotions are cool. It, it, it again reminds me of um, Joseph Joestar and his, and <laughs> his crying scene. That like, you see this really, really buff, tough guy who's been tough the whole time, like, there's nothing that you would think would really break them down. Then once you actually do see them break down, you're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. All right. And a lot of six is him just not necessarily only emotionally breaking down, but he's just so tired.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, I mean, like, this man's seen a lot. He's, like, what, 50 at this point?
0: I'm getting there, at least.
1: And he spent, like... 15 years of that in prison, I think, if I'm not wrong. Something like that. 13, 14. Um, And I mean, he's seen almost everybody he cares about die. And in this game, you have the one situation of the person that he cares about most in the entire world and would do anything for that he's not sure if she's going to make it. and. Like, that breaks him even further than he was already broken. And it's intense. Um, but you also see, like, the soft side of him with, with Harto. That he's just like, I would do anything for you. I would die for you. And I just met you. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's, it's adorable. Um, like, he loves that kid. Even if he, you know, just puts his butt on his arm and walks him around. Like, he, <laughs> that's not how you hold a baby. That's that's not how you do that. Like they I never...
0: Had, made Kiryu go to baby handling school.
1: Yo, I have like negative ten maternal instincts, and I know that's not how you hold a baby, but <laughs> I'm the one who said you should throw the baby in the ocean, and I know that that's not how you hold a baby. It's true. Um and conveniently so many people in this game had the exact same basket to put the baby in.
0: It's a very nice and famous basket in Onomichi. <laughs>
1: that babies conveniently fit into. Yeah,
0: it's the baby basket.
1: <laughs> the baby basket. You know, for whatever, somebody just comes into to your establishment and needs to put down a baby.
0: Or are you gotta put a baby in the river or something. Mm. Float it away.
1: Yeah. Like, whatever that biblical story was. Exactly. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know the Bible. Who was that? Who was I who went down the river? I don't
0: know. It's one of them. <laughs>
1: You can definitely tell we were both raised religious.
0: I mean, I was and I don't remember. So
1: I was No, I was too. That's <laughs> that's what I'm saying is it's hysterical that like we were both raised religious but we literally came out knowing nothing about religion. Ay. That's what I that was my point. Um man, I don't remember, but there is a biblical story about that, I'm pretty sure. There is, yeah. Um I just really like how the characters in this series are written. I like it a lot. Uh, I mean, I think
0: that's how they get you, so like, you go into this thinking, like, oh, it's just cool dudes beating people up, but in reality, it's... And
1: crime.
0: It's a very emotionally charged crime drama.
1: Yeah. With lots of soap opera elements. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I were to... like list one theme of this game baseball like if you ask if yes baseball <laughs> um if you ask me for one one word that would describe this whole game it would be fa- it would be fatherhood
0: same difference
1: same difference yes um cuz you have you have Kiryu dealing with Haruka um you have the whole situation with who is Haruka's dad what are we going to do with that um but then we also have like be Takeshi being like the replacement dad for all of his his kiddos that he's got around I I say as if they're not like 40 years old um (laughs) in his uh in his family Mm -hmm. um at the same and then
2: you
0: huh I was gonna say at the same time he has that like he wants that fatherly love from uh uh the patriarch of the the one family
1: yep and then you have the the main villain guy who's like, yeah, my dad doesn't doesn't care about me, and mm-hmm. my dad doesn't respect me, my dad doesn't look into me. Then you have Jimmy Lowe.
0: and Big Low
1: and Big Low. Um. So I mean, you you have functionally a lot of different types of fatherhood here, but so be Um. Yeah.
0: Kiryu to Daigo.
1: Oh, right, Kiryu to Daigo, that whole letter that I was like, Oh, cool, he wrote a letter. Oh,
2: my God, this is a Daigo.
1: (laughs) And Daigo even acknowledges him, like, yeah, he was my dad. Mm -hmm. Which, even though I was upset that the letter was not to Haruka, I was like, you know what, I appreciate that this is what he thinks of Kiryu. Like, I'm glad that he considers him his dad, because he really did try very, very hard to make sure that Daigo was... Was going to be able to stand on his own two feet. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like he did a lot of. lot of work on that. You know had to take away that. That poor puppy jacket.
0: (laughs) Replace it with a suit jacket.
1: Rip. Get rid of the like. Flashy cross necklaces. And get a tie instead. (laughs) No more leather pants for you son. Those belong to Majima now. (laughs) Uh, Majima's like, oh sweet, more leather pants. I don't
0: have to wear I don't have to be corporate Majima.
1: <laughs> uh corporate Majima was a
0: mistake. Corporate Majima's cursed.
1: It's <laughs> So cursed. <laughs> so cursed. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so like the whole game is really about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And how how these different relationships come together and um, like what it really means to to be somebody's dad. Yep, it was good.
0: And baseball, and, and pro baseball. wrestling,
1: and pro wrestling, justice spelled wrong.
0: <laughs> I got to teach you about pro wrestling, and that was clearly the main goal here.
1: Man, I know way more about pro wrestling than I ever thought I would ever know, See? but. That's that's part of being friends with you.
0: That was that was the secret main goal of playing these games. I was like, all right, I get the six and I get to teach her about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh
0: man,
1: I get to learn about Umi's husband. Yep. Before you was Umi's husband.
0: Yep. Get to fight um, him and what his wrestling theme music plays.
1: Oh my god. Which
0: was real cool.
1: Oh my god. Oh man. Um yeah, the baseball thing was wild. What was the really sh- name of the other team that the, like, rich man came in the with? Gorgeous or something? The gorgeous.
0: There's a, I don't know if you caught this, but there's a guy outside of the batting center in Judgment who is wearing that jersey. What? hmm
1: No, I didn't see that. Yeah. How'd you not point that out to me?
0: I think it was when you were on the phone with your mom.
1: Oh. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Toast. <laughs> toast. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Um. And I think that there's also some of that, um, not not baseball and wrestling, but fatherhood um, with <laughs> with uh, the relationship that ends up really forming with Kiryu and um, Fujiwara's character too. I always forget. Yuta? is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Um, Like, they end up having, like, a a little bit of a, like, dadly rapport there for a bit, Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, sometimes you just gotta be punched through a door first before (laughs) you can get the uh, approval of your your lady friend's dad, but, you know, get the punch out and then you're cool.
0: (laughs) It was the Yakuza version of the dad who brings the gun out when he first meets the... The daughter's significant other.
1: It really was because he's like, So, uh, you banged my daughter, huh? Cool. Let me just punch you through this door. Also, grow up. All right. We cool now? We're cool. All right. Let's go. We're good.
0: Let's go. Let's go. We got, we got things to do.
1: And, um, like, he even clarifies at one point, like, I'm not mad at you for that. Like, a while ago, I'm mad at you for this thing now. <laughs> And I love that he even has to acknowledge it. Like, I'm not mad at you now for banging my daughter. (laughs) I'm mad at you for being (laughs) dumbass. Which, like, oh my god, can you imagine, like... You're you're hanging out with this girl, you, you get liking her, you end up doing the do with her, and then you find out, like, oh man, you have a secret baby with her. And her dad is the... Dragon of Doja, like, oh my god, would that not be the most terrifying thing in the entire universe? Like, that would be a moment that you just your pants,
0: it'd be the most emasculating thing ever.
1: <laughs> You're like, oh, oh no, I'm going to die now. Mm-hmm. This is how I die. I, I, you know, good thing I got to bang her because I am dead. Dripperoni I'm and pepperoni, dead. I am going to go swim with the fishies now. Um. Like, that would be the most intimidating thing I could possibly think of in this game, is that you find out your girlfriend's dad is scary. Yep. Like, oh hey, the fourth chairman! Oh oh, my god, my father-in-law is the fourth chairman. Oh god. Uh... Uh, poor Yuta. He went through a lot in this game. He did. And... Also tried to set his dad on fire. <laughs> he did.
0: The, he did try to do that.
1: Very, very drunkenly.
0: And then got his <laughs> kicked.
1: Yeah, he really got his <laughs> kicked. Oh boy. Um, but I do think that that's nice how they tie all those together. Of like, this is these are the different ways that these relationships can form mm-hmm. and how they can look. And sometimes they're really bad. And sometimes they're actually a positive influence. And sometimes even though they're born out of something really negative they can turn into something really good. Mm-hmm. Um And I like that. I like that a lot. Um I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate I appreciate Kiryu as a character in general. Like I think he is a very very well-written character across all the games. Totally. Um Like he he definitely has He has a very very strong arc in general, but he has some interesting growth. Um that by by the time you get to this game, you're like, yeah, I understand why he is in this mindset now. I get it.
0: And I think as well like it was the right time. Yeah. to end this arc because I think if you kept going with it, like you're going to just make the character stale. Yep. And I think they were kind of they were kind of getting to that by the time we got to like 5 and everything where yeah. just like they had to like Bring in more characters for you to play as, so they wouldn't burn you out playing as Kiryu all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like getting to this point, like like you said, like you get you really understand the mindset he's in and like why he makes the decision he does at the end of the game, and it makes sense why this is the the culmination of his story.
1: I do have hopes, and I've mentioned this to you after we finish it. I do have hopes that, like, once everything dies down a bit, that he's able to have more of a relationship and come back, Mm -hmm. even though he's technically dead. Um, Because, obviously, spoilers for Seven, like, he's still around. He's still doing things. Yeah. He's just having to be covert and be no one when he's doing it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So, like, I think once things die down, he would be able to, like, not, obviously, like, he's not gonna be able to run the orphanage or anything, um, but I think he'd be able to, like, visit. Yeah. And see them, which I think would be an important thing to him to, like, be able to see Haruka and Yuta and Harto because Haruto's like, holy crap, it's my grandpa! I'm gonna walk! <laughs> um.
0: I always, for some reason, like, my, like, headcanon of Kiryu, like, once things die down, is, like, he goes back to Onomichi
1: yeah no I agree with you
0: because like they they make a big poignant point of when Haruka was there the first time like everyone kept it a secret and like didn't bug her about her idol stuff or anything like that or like the background that had been exposed into the media or anything like they just kind of kept it as is and didn't let people hound her or try to hound her or anything so like I think if he went back there people would do the same thing for him because of what he meant because of what he meant to them essentially at that point yeah I think it would just be uh-huh. an easy place to lie low.
1: No, I completely agree with you. And that's exactly what I was saying earlier, is that I really just want him to go there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that would be a good place for him to retire. Yeah. Um, Like, he could definitely lie low there. He's going to be out of any uh, any spotlight with with the Yakuza. Because um, there's not really a whole lot of focus there. I mean, like, you, you do have the very small family, and, like, they... Obviously, know who he is, and they're gonna care about him. But, um, like they're not gonna drag them; in, they're not gonna drag him into their problems, and they're not gonna drag him into any like big clan issues, right? Um, but yeah, I have the exact same headcanon that that's where he would go, and I mean, he seemed to genuinely like the place. Yeah. Um. Like after the initial like, hostility went away. He seemed to genuinely enjoy being around those people and enjoy being in the area. And, like, I don't know, maybe he just hangs out and gets paid and is the mascot now.
0: (laughs) I mean, I could see it.
1: Maybe that's what he does. I mean, like, that's a good way to lie low. Nobody ever sees your face? Yeah. You get paid money?
0: Yeah.
2: And You
1: probably don't get paid a lot of money, but you get paid some money.
0: He's got some money stashed up somewhere
2: probably.
1: I'm sure he does. I mean, like, he hasn't technically, well, I guess he worked in five as a taxi driver, but, like, how much money did he make as a taxi driver?
0: I'm sure the politician that tries to bribe him at the end gave him some hush money.
1: I'm sure, yes. I am sure he did. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, man, what a move at the end. He's just like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. Unless you follow my conditions, you can walk out of this door, man. Yeah. It's like, man. Sure. Those are, those are some intense <laughs> ones you got there, buddy. Which I mean, I guess you could have said that throughout the whole game, but totally. or the whole series. Um but yeah, I really I really do like that idea of him going back there and lying low for a bit. And like I said, I I do think that um At least in my mind, he would be able to visit eventually when things died down a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Haruto would, like, remember who he is. Because Haruto is, like, 18 months old or something. Yeah. Um, But I think it would mean a lot to Haru And Yuta, too, because Yuta ends up, like, really liking him. Yeah. And, I don't know, maybe he gets to, like, write an occasional anonymous letter to the other kiddos that he helped raise for a bit. Hello. I am nobody. I am somebody that does not matter. How are you doing? Are you still a fan of that racist girl? You probably shouldn't be. <laughs> have you Have you bought any crazy outfits recently? Do you like to dress like me?
0: Have you ate any buckwheat lately? You shouldn't do that.
1: You shouldn't do that. You're allergic. How's your wrestling career? <laughs> Is it going well? Uh. You know, fun anonymous letters. Yeah, exactly. From from the from the mascot of Otomichi. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the return address is just like the the studio where they hang, hang out with that that mascot. Yep. Everybody's like, What is happening? <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. But yes, that's exactly what I think. Um Which, I mean, Seven might mess with that a little bit.
0: I don't think so. I don't really think they go into, like, where he is.
1: Yeah.
0: Or where he's been. Yeah. He just, like, says he's been around, essentially.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, he's obviously not completely off the grid.
0: He's not off the grid enough for that people know where he can be found.
1: Right. Yeah. At
0: least important people.
1: Yes. And that's the key, is that he just needs important people to Important people that could drag him back into things to not know that he's around. Mm-hmm. And like Akiyama knows because Date's a f- terrible liar. It's true. God, he's terrible. It's like, why would you why would you leave Date with this secret, man? Date's not gonna be able to keep that secret. Nope. And he even gets mad at him, like, man, you left me with that responsibility? I can't do that. <laughs> But Akiyama's like, bruh. Bruh.
0: One day you're going to tell me what exactly happened. One day.
1: Did you actually see a body?
2: Yes.
1: Hmm. Why did no one else get to see it? Well, he has no immediate family. Haruka! (laughs) Akiyama's hysterical. (laughs) I love that dude. I also love how much he cares about Haruka, too. Like, I definitely feel like he would go and hang out at the orphanage for visits. Oh, yeah. He just like, Yeah, I just need to bring from Sky Finance, whatever. Harika's <laughs> right, like, oh, did, did you take a shower? Because I'm not going to come pick you up from the airport unless you took a shower. <laughs> Weird man. I love Akiyama. Honestly, like, he's one of my favorite characters in the Yakuza series just because he's so weird but in a different kind of weird than, like, say, a Majima-type character. hmm He just kind of does whatever he wants to do. And he's kind of unapologetic about it. Yeah. Um... And like we were we were talking about like his, his weird sewer days, but like yeah, he probably just like goes and hangs out with those guys sometimes, just <laughs> living it up in the sewers. <laughs> seeing how his buds are doing. Like I I could definitely see him doing that. He's a weird guy. I love him to death. L- little kicky man.
0: Little kicky man.
1: Um He's not in seven, is he? No. That's a shame. Big shame. I want to see more Akiyama at some point.
0: Maybe you will at some point.
1: Maybe I will. I hope so. But, um... Yeah, I think that this game did a lot good. Um... I still think the boat thing is just bizarre. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's like I told you
0: when, like, they were kind of starting to hype it up. I was like, this isn't going to pretty, like... This isn't going to, like... And like, really cool, like, they're trying to make you think it's going to. It's just like, you're like, eh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Which, I mean, I was able to mostly piece it together, and then I was like, that's stupid. Why would it ever be that? <laughs> Welp. Turns out. Turns out it was that. Mm-hmm. Um, big old battleship.
2: You like, sunk you my
0: battleship. They,
1: what do you think they did with that thing? Like, what do you what do you do with that?
0: Tear it down, I guess?
1: I guess, like, scrap it for parts? I guess. Because, um, like, you kind of have to keep that under wraps that that was even a thing. Because, um, yikes, that would cause an international crisis. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, like, I guess you could, like, turn it into a museum, but like a floating museum. Like, they've got, like... Is it in Charleston? I think it's in South Carolina. It might be in North Carolina. It's one of the Carolinas. They've got like a um one of those things called where the airplanes land.
0: Uh, aircraft or, carrier?
1: Yes, aircraft carrier. Um, They've got a big one of those from um I think it's from World War Two. But um like you could technically do that kind of thing and be like this is what the ship was like because it's um Yamato is that the name of the ship? Mm-hmm. Um I mean it's bigger than the original one, but it's a similar construction and style. So you could be like, hey, look, look, this is kind of what it looks like. But then you're also kind of verging on the whole like Yikes nationalism type thing.
0: I think they have like an actual like there's a museum to the original. Yamato oh, is there a museum Japan. to the
1: original? Okay. I want to say that's worth. a case. Um because like the cool thing about the one And whichever Carolina it's in, I literally cannot remember at this point, um, is that you can actually, like, walk through the entire ship. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, that was really, really cool to me because I was able to get more of an idea of, like, scale of, like, how claustrophobic it is, how hot it is. Yeah. Um, Because, good Lord, it was hot in there. We went in the middle of summer.
0: (laughs) Man, it's a hot one.
1: Man, it's a hot one. like, middle of summer in the Carolinas in a freaking... Aircraft carrier from World War II. It's like, oh my God, suffering.
0: Can't believe they hadn't installed central AC yet.
1: I know, wild. <laughs> Why would they not do that? Um, but I mean, you really get a sense of like what it would be like to be on that ship, which is kind of cool. Um, so you could do something like that here, but also like again, this would probably cause an international crisis. So maybe just scrap it for parts. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a little bit weak. Um I also wish they had done a little bit more build up on some of the villains.
0: Same. I was actually gonna bring that up. like the ramp up to the villains becoming like, Oh, we're big bads now. It kinda just feels like it's like you get to the end of the game and it's like, Oh, right, we gotta push these guys in here somehow. Yeah. And they just like just turn the knob all the way up just to make them do bad things so that you actually like dislike them essentially and then it's like okay well eventually you'll go fight him
1: like ripped nerd man like I don't really know a whole lot about him other than his dad didn't really love him enough (laughs) Um, dad didn't
0: like him enough and he was just uh, he wanted the piece of that pie and became just I guess too power hungry When he was denied it every time.
1: Yeah. Um, And then, like, there was the guy who was dying the whole time.
0: The politician?
1: Yeah, the guy who, like, funded the boat. Yeah. And, like, I get that that's what he was doing. It's, like, he was responsible for that whole thing. And people were involved with him. And he was really making sure behind the scenes that, like, this never got out. But, like, there was really no... Information on that guy and they just kept showing him like Hello I'm actively dying What up (laughs) And I'm just like "I I don't know enough about you to even really care about this You're just a guy That I'm told is important For reasons
0: Reasons
1: And like they make it seem like he's like this giant mastermind But, like, he's basically in a coma the whole game. (laughs) So is he really a giant mastermind, or are they just using him as a scapegoat?
0: I think it's a little bit of both, because, like, the only thing you really see him do is, like, tell... um, ...Suneo to, like, kill Kiryu. Yeah. But then, like, outside of that, it's just, like, here's this old dude. In a bed. (laughs) In a bed. Sleepy
1: actively dying sleepy old man um so that's that was kind of weird um you at least had a little more build-up for the older guy um the big bad's dad mm-hmm. you had a little bit more build-up on him yeah and you had a little bit more build-up on big low which i wouldn't even consider him like a villain per se yeah
2: he's just
0: kind of there
1: He's just kinda there, but you did get some information on him. Yeah. Um You actually find out more about like Jimmy Lowe than you do Big Lowe really. Jimmy Lowe. Jimmy Lowe. Um which man? Jimmy Lowe. What a name.
0: What a name.
1: What a name.
0: Like I think the two characters, like or at least villain characters they get right, are B. Takeshi's. Mm-hmm. And Somiya, because
2: mm-hmm.
0: those I think both have like layers to them, and you know it's built up over the course of the game. Som- Somiya specifically is really built up over the course of the game. Yeah, where you know he's just like this punk upstart who doesn't care about Kiryu or anything, and then gets beat back a little bit by Kiryu and starts to kind of like, eh, you know, maybe this guy is just so bad, especially like when they're like, oh, you have to go kill him now, yeah. and then they have that that really amazing fight in the Millennium Tower and everything, and then he has that moment where he's like, Well, I'm going to kill myself so my ex wife doesn't die.
1: Yeah, that was rough.
0: He gives himself the stabby stab.
1: Gives himself the stabby stab. Um Yeah, he definitely got way more development. And I actually liked his development. Like Yeah. He he's he's still a butt. But, um... Like,
0: he is a person who has clearly done bad things. Yes. I think they kind of make it seem that he's at least learned a little bit from it. Yeah. Um.
1: He definitely has regrets. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think I told you when it was going down when we were playing it. Um, like, one of the things that he tries to make clear is, like, I never hit our daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, bro, but you still hit her. So it doesn't really make you better, but like, he wanted it to be clear to her, like, I did not do that. Like,
0: Like I learned from my mistake.
1: Yeah. And so I appreciated that part of him, and I appreciated, like, how far he was willing to go to... I mean, like, it was kind of for nothing, but I appreciated how far he was willing to go to protect his family um, even though they were estranged and
0: because it was still someone he clearly cared about even yeah. though like they had this estranged relationship and she definitely didn't want anything to do with him and rightfully so but he, he still wanted to be like you know hey you can come see your daughter if you want she's like nope don't want her he's like okay see you later um, but yeah like he definitely like goes to the most extreme ends to just like try and protect her at the end
1: yeah, and, and so I really, really liked him. Um, another character that I think really could have used work was um the, the guy who actually was like doing the shooting at that part.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, who the heck are you, and why do you? He matter? was just
0: essentially the guy that um, uh, Kurosu was going to was like supposedly grooming to be the next chairman of the Yome, mm-hmm. and then supposedly Suneo gets into his ear and is like, "Oh, join me instead." And then he just joins the other group, essentially, to be like their hitman, I guess.
1: And then he gets his nose flattened. And
0: then he gets his nose flattened.
1: But like he, he's just kind of like a cartoony villain type character. Yeah. And then like they don't really explain why he did the blanks really at all.
0: There's kind of like I guess he grew a conscience. <laughs> essentially, is basically what they think.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, um, oh, okay, I guess. I think you guys just didn't want to kill her off, which like that's valid. Um, but, like, he wouldn't have really had time to do that, like, after the whole... I don't know, it was weird. Um... Like, it would
0: have to be premeditated.
1: Yeah, it would have had that he was gonna to. go
0: in there and does not do that.
1: Which is odd, but, um, yeah, I don't... I don't know who that guy is or why he's important, really, other than, like, what you just told me.
0: That's... That's what they tell you in the game. That's basically it, so...
1: So, yes, that, um, and then, as you mentioned, beat Takashi, um... It was a very well done villain and I I wish there had been a way that he was like the actual big bad Yeah. Um, but I also understand that like the way that he went down in this game is a significant way for him to go down mm-hmm. um, and it also has him basically reflecting on like I've made some really bad mistakes over the years and for what nothing
0: they basically also try and do, like, the parallel, like, try to parallel him with Kazuma. Yeah. At the end there, we're like, oh, he's like, oh, by the way, I killed your parents and everything. That's why you were in the yakuza Blah.
1: but And even, um, like, they have a talk later that they have a very similar situation to you, and that, like, yeah, I should be mad about this because, like, he killed my parents, but also he's the only dad I really knew. Mm-hmm. And like I still very much care about him, even if there's complicated feelings there. And like Kiryu basically has that exact same relationship.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Um, like that's he he learned that. Oh wow, your parents died because of me. Yay, I raised you. But like, who he is as a person is because he was taken and raised, and like his entire way of life became because of that. Right. For, Better or worse, like you know, it, it shaped him into who he is. Mm-hmm. And so, th- there's there's the parallel there that I really did appreciate. Um, and and I do think that there is some kind of like poetic justice there in the sense that he's like, yeah, so that was the secret, huh? Not sure it's really worth killing all those guys <laughs> over. Yep. <laughs> They were my friends. Really cared about them. That was it. Heck. You didn't actually really care about me that much, did you?
0: Nope.
1: Well, I'll be d***. Guess I'm just gonna die then. But. Um, like that, that had some poetic justice to it, and it had some, like, interesting ways to wrap up his story. hmm um, but I feel like he was a much; those two were much better written villains than the actual villains of the game.
0: Yeah, I would completely agree with you on that.
1: Like your your stepping stone villains were better villains. Mm-hmm. It uh, it kind of came across in a way of like the the whole like JRPG JRPG trope of like. Oh, you thought I was the big bad, but actually it's this guy who's been mentioned, like, five times, and here he is. Woo! Mm-hmm. Go take him down. Um, it, it felt a lot like that.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think that was, like, the big major thing that I kind of realized replaying this game. Mm-hmm. Was that you know the villains the big Big villains at the end kind of just fall flag Compared to some of the other ones Like we yeah. talked about
1: Yeah I mean there's some Really good characters in this game and mm-hmm. Those guys are not it Yeah Ripperoni Um I've also seen And I, I wanted to ask your opinion On this I've seen on the internet Since we beat it oh, um no. I I know going on the internet's a terrible idea. Not
0: the internet.
1: Um, but I, I've seen some opinions and I want to know your opinion on it. Um, that a lot of people thought that he should have just died outright.
0: I have seen that as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think a lot of people expected that. I think that's the thing.
1: I think a lot of people expected that too because when you when you build it as the end of his story,
0: like it's one and- of those things where you like you going into this you think like how are they going to get him out of this like story wise? Yeah. And the easy way to do that is just to kill him off. Mhm. So I think that was kind of like the mindset a lot of people going into this were thinking and they basically bait you into thinking that as well. Yep. Um but I'm okay with it.
1: I'm okay with it too. I really just want him to like be happy and I don't know, get some plants some therapy like maybe a lot of therapy um and just like be able to relax a little bit and not have to like constantly be worrying about like how am i gonna fix this or how am i gonna fix that or what am i gonna do here like you know, the dude just needs a nap
0: yeah like i think to me it just it makes sense that he would have he would basically make this ultimate sacrifice yeah, to protect people he cares about rather than himself mm-hmm. and just to have him like go off and disappear seems like if you're not going to kill him that seems like the only other way you can narratively write him out of the story
1: yeah I agree and I mean once he realized like they're never gonna stop targeting Haruka, and now she has a family and they're targeting her because of me like I can't, I can't stand for that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I, I get some of what they're talking about of like, oh, you know, that would be a, a, a way that he would be okay going out. Um, and I think that he would, because like we see at the end of it, that he was ready. Like he was, he went into that fight thinking like, I'm not coming out of this. And ended up taking, like, three bullets, I think. And also, like, a lead pipe to the noggin multiple times. Mm -hmm. That man had so many concussions, I'm sure. Um, Like, he got messed up. And he went in knowing that that was going to happen. So, like, I don't know that he really expected to live through that. Yeah. Um. And and I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, he really didn't have a whole lot of options at the point. Like, he lived through it. He didn't expect to.
0: He's like, okay, now what?
1: Yeah, so he's like, alright, well, shoot. What do I do now? And then this guy's like, hmm, how about I just give you this great scenario where you can, uh, give me conditions where you can technically die.
0: He's, he's like, like, cool.
1: I'll take that. And Dante's like, no no, 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 no. Um But I mean I'm I'm definitely okay with this. Um I really just want him to be like a happy old man who does not have to deal with any of these shenanigans and like eventually be able to go hang out with Harka and all the kids and Yuta and And also I want him to be able to hang out Eventually with Daigo again Mm -hmm. Like once Daigo's Not In that situation You know I I think That it would be really nice But I I really want him to just Be able to go somewhere And like live and Have peace and quiet Yeah I think that would be nice for him
0: Yeah, I completely agree
1: Give him back his Hawaiian shirt
0: (laughs) Yes
2: <laughs> it's
0: the one thing um, we need
1: it's it's the one thing we need, like he's just he's 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 been through a lot yep, and um, I think that now that I really know his story that that moment in seven's gonna be a lot cooler for me.
0: oh dude,
1: once I get there,
0: totally. <laughs>
1: Um, so, like, I already know that it's coming because I've seen it, but like, I think it's going to be way more impactful for me than it was. I
0: mean, when you saw, I saw how I reacted you. to it.
1: Yeah, you lost your mind. I mean, rightfully so.
0: So, I'm sure you will also be like, this is very cool.
1: But I was like, who's this guy?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got to fight him, okay? He's nobody.
0: Yeah, he's just some dude.
1: Some guy. I'm I'm just a guy. Yeah, I mean this poor man. He's been through a lot. <laughs> Harka has two. Harka needs a break.
0: Every surviving member of these games has been through a lot.
1: Yes, that is that is very, very fair. Everybody needs therapy.
0: True, and that's for true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! Also, the karaoke song in this song, in this game is great. Yes. Very cheerful. Very fun. I agree. Got that great like thumbs up <laughs> picture.
0: It's very good.
1: It's very very good. Well, it's amazing.
0: I believe that shock is the six.
1: Yeah, it's the six. We we did the thing.
0: Now I have one last question to ask you. All right, ask me. Where does Yakuza 6 rank in your ranking of Yakuza games?
1: Oh, jeez. I haven't really thought about this yet. Oh, no. (laughs) What is my old ranking?
2: I don't remember.
1: (laughs) I think it's like 0 and 2 are at the top, right? That
0: sounds right.
1: And I think 4 might be my least favorite.
0: That also sounds right. (laughs) With like... One, three, and five in in the middle somewhere.
1: Yeah. Where would I put this for ranking? (sighs) Um. My gut feeling and...
0: That's what they tell you to go with your gut.
1: I'm gonna go with my gut. Um... Zero,
0: six, two. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I
1: really like what they did with a lot of the characters in this game. Like, there are some missteps, for sure. But, like, the characters in this game really, really sell it. Yeah. And I, I very much enjoy how they are able to characterize Kiryu in this. And I, I like that that was... I like the build up for it quite a bit. Yeah. I think that was very, very well done. Also you have B Takeshi. So like True. Plus, you have Baby Rugby. True. So like there's a lot of pluses here in this plus column. Uh so yeah, my gut says 062. There you go. What about you?
0: I, I'm not gonna answer that.
1: I <laughs>
0: What? I don't know is the thing. Like, it could, I think for me, it's just very interchangeable. Like, those are the top three I would I would agree with you. Yeah. I just don't know where they would go because it, it could change tomorrow.
1: I mean, mine could change tomorrow too. I was just going with my initial yeah. gut. What would your initial gut say?
0: I don't know is the thing.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: I might go zero two six.
1: I think that's still valid.
0: But I don't know. That's just, you know. It is what it is, but like, but I agree. Like, I think those are the top three.
1: Yeah, those are definitely top three.
0: Well, we finally reached the end of Al experiences the Yakuza series.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I'm running a business.
0: Now you're running a business. You are. Uh, we're still. We are like we said earlier. We are going to play through Judgment, so you can be prepared for Lost Judgment coming later this year. And Mm -hmm. also because it's technically a Yakuza game. Let's be real.
1: Yeah, and because of that, it is going to be an Al experiences situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Al, I I can't do that combat style.
0: Because we did talk about it uh, two years ago, so. Yeah.
1: Um, But I also just can't do that combat style, and yeah.
0: But you can do 7, which you are going through now.
1: Can do seven. I've been I've been killing it, and by killing it, I mean saving constantly and then going to get in fights <laughs> to see if I can make it.
0: Yay! Usually, usually
1: doing fine. I'm a little over leveled at at this point, but for that's, now, that's for now. <laughs> um, but also, like it's me. So are you really shocked by that?
0: No. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we'll check back in with you once you are done, and we'll get your final thoughts on seven. Yeah when that comes around but for now i think that's going to wrap up this episode mm-hmm. so if you would like more from us head on over to seasonal or sac.cool it's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like jared and Al watch and also find columns and reviews on the site as well if you'd like more from anladium go to anladium.com she's got columns and reviews you can follow us on twitter and tiktok at animecheckup you can buy our books, One Shining Moment a Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a wealth of bonus episodes as well.
1: And I picked a new movie, so you guys have something to look forward to soon. It's true. Whenever we get around to watching
0: it. It is true.
1: I mean, it's not a new movie for me, but it's new for the Patreon episode. And me. It is brand new for and you. And me. <laughs>
0: Next time. I guess because it's coming out this week or it's already come out by the time you were listening to this, we're going to probably talk about that Dynasty Warriors film. <laughs> oh,
1: shoot. Yeah. I have it in my calendar to watch it. You I do. I'm hype about it. Oh man! Because I
0: figured that'd be a good dumb thing to talk about. So I'm assuming that's going to be a really dumb thing.
1: <laughs> Yo, I am. I am so hyped to watch that. It's probably going to be stupid dumb, and I am ready for it.
0: Or it'll just be bad, and we can just be like, "Man, what if? We, what if this was better?" <laughs>
1: I mean, it could still be. It could still be funny. True. Even if it's bad. Either way. And then we have that Resident Evil series coming out soon too on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, um some some things that are watchable. Yes,
0: yeah, some things that are watchable coming soon.
1: I cannot wait to see how this Dynasty Warriors film is. It's, I really cannot wait.
0: It's really going to be something. So tune in next week if you want to hear our thoughts about whatever that Dynasty Warriors film ends up being.
1: <laughs> the Musou Queen will tell you thoughts featuring Jared.
0: Yes. <laughs>